0: Hello, and welcome to Magic in the Madness. I'm your host, Andrea Sarmiento, and I hope you all are doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, and going on your annual doctor's visits. And I only say that because not only have I been in and out of the doctor's office recently myself, you know, still in the process of going to more appointments in the future in these next few weeks and months uh, for these abnormal lymph nodes in my neck region that just simply haven't gone away since about the time I got COVID. Uh, but also my boyfriend, who is a teacher, was telling me about one of his students at the school that he teaches at who recently passed away from having leukemia, which uh, his him and his family found out about the same day that he unfortunately passed away. And so, not to make a doctor's visit sound like a big deal and and super scary, but if you're still figuring out adulthood just like me, go find yourself a primary care doctor if you haven't already. Go with the dentist, do all the checkups, and even more if necessary. You know, there's all those, um, what are they called? Just like specialty doctors, There's a bunch of those, so if there's something in particular, even if it's like getting an allergy test, like, do that if you need to. Just because you might not know what you could have done to prevent something if anything were to come up during an appointment, you know? And I'm not here to be your mom and force you to make those doctor's appointments because, trust me, I like to decide on when to do things in my own time as well. I'm just saying, like, I'm looking out for you, okay? And just thinking about my whole situation of making appointments, and sometimes it takes a few weeks or even a few months to even get to the actual appointment, and then you have to wait for results to come back, and yada, yada, yada. And at the same time, you know, Earth Day just passed, And I start to think about what is being done to protect the people and the environment. What is being done to prevent situations like what has happened in Flint, Michigan, for example, from occurring again? Do I have any sort of impact in making a change in this world on an environmental level or on a social level, given recent news and politics with banning drag and banning books and not doing anything about gun control? All while, I am still expected to work my 9-to-5 corporate job, but because I want to make more money, I also have a part-time job as a server, and I also have this podcast, and sometimes I post YouTube videos and other short-form content on my Instagram because I guess I'm also a wannabe influencer. So is this side hustle even like a possibility for me to take full-time one day? Or am I just putting all my eggs in too many baskets, right? And I can go on and on about asking myself all sorts of questions. I really could. And I think the inevitable rabbit hole that I sometimes find myself getting into in my own head often leads me to feel quite overwhelmed. And so the conversation for today's episode really stems from this. Can I do it all? And by the looks of today's episode title, it's quite overwhelming to even go about trying to do it all. And even if you try, I feel like people are just not satisfied by your efforts, whether it's on an individual level, or a national level, or even with your own ego, and you aren't satisfied with yourself, and you feel like you can do more or do something better. And just a little side story of why I decided to bring up this topic. So during my normal nine to five, I'm in the office three out of the five days during the week, and I've heard a lot of talk recently on like thrifting clothes and purchasing from brands that use safe practices and not child labor. So generally just knowing what companies we should and shouldn't support. On top of that, I see people on social media who I know are trying to be kind about it and helpful, but they would send a certain message through their Instagram stories, for example, that say things like, drink more water, go to the gym, stop using single-use plastics. But the kicker is that people would say these things in the hope of maybe them trying to inspire you, getting you to change your habits, or to live a better lifestyle, in a sense. But I personally don't find any of this helpful unless there is a solution attached or some sort of alternative that they can also bring to the table. And I understand the idea there, though. Like, there's benefits to drinking more water, there's benefits to going to the gym, there's benefits to banning plastic from your life. But to think that... We feel like we are being shamed if we can't accomplish all of these things on top of trying to make a living wage and supporting ourselves both mentally and physically. Like it can sometimes feel like this never-ending battle and it can almost cause you to feel like you're not trying hard enough even though you might be doing the best you can. And I'm not sure about other cultures, but this does feel really true to America. The capitalistic, almost rat race-esque mentality where you have to work hard, but if you are working hard, you're actually not working hard enough. And in this case, I think working hard and being able to, quote unquote, do it all, go hand in hand. And I found this article from Thrive Global that I will link in the show notes, but basically discusses the myth of doing it all. Part of this article that I really resonated with said, quote, We live in the real world where the to-dos keep coming at us, the opportunities keep showing up, and the onslaught of emails never end. Sometimes we cross something off the list only to add three more. And that's okay, too. That's just life, end quote. And part of me reads this and is like, okay, yes, I can't eat a whole pizza in one bite. I have to take small bites of it and eventually I will have eaten the whole pizza. And by that I mean, trying to do it all will only result in a failed attempt in trying to eat an entire pizza in one bite. Do you get what I'm saying? And so the article also brought up an important question, which is, if you're not going to be able to do it all, then what is the goal? And my follow-up question to that is, if you're not able to do it all, so like, only shop from sustainable brands, protect the environment at all costs, have time to split between friends and family and ourselves, practice self-care while also being up-to-date on current events, and work multiple jobs, and... The idea is, should we be shaming each other on not doing enough? Maybe the answer is that we all should just be more empathetic towards each other. Like I recognize the situation you're in and that you are doing your best. And I think there is a difference between not doing enough and not doing your part. I think if you're not doing enough, I'm sure you're at least doing your best with what you have. And not doing your part makes me just think of this time I was waiting for the bus to go to work and this man is standing there and he takes something out of his pocket that may have been like beef jerky, right? He rips open the plastic and just tosses the plastic into the air just for it to land on the ground right next to the sewer grate. And I think that is the difference between not doing enough and not doing your part. Just take a few steps just a few steps to the right, maybe maybe put that plastic in the trash can. This also makes me think of the time when I studied abroad in Switzerland in the summer of 2019. My major was global studies and the program I was with in Switzerland was for multilateral diplomacy. So essentially international politics. And I'm glad I've given myself the chance to have experiences that make me realize I don't want to be in a certain career path. Because when I went to visit all of these global organizations like the United Nations or the World Trade Organization, it was a surreal experience from having learned about these organizations and textbooks and actually being there in the midst of where decisions are being made. That's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. But for me, having once wanted to work for the United Nations and getting to sit in on some of the delegations happening, it's a very long, maybe even boring process that feels like not much is getting accomplished. And there's all these countries coming together with different cultures and beliefs and religions, and what makes it difficult on an international scale is that the goal is to agree as much as we can, which logically seems like it won't happen and may even cause more headbutting, if anything, because of those cultural differences. And I think it's also a matter of it being a very thin line between being too Western centric and also protecting basic human rights globally. And I'm not saying nothing will ever get done. But I think maybe that's why I didn't have the desire to work for the UN anymore and almost felt like it was more impactful to do what I, as an individual, have the power to control. And from there, all you can hope is that the ripple effect is real, right? Which we know is true. Like, look at all these influencers on TikTok. Take beauty influencers, right? These people can have products sell out in Sephora without doing too much. And that's the ripple effect and the power of influence right there. But also another thing I wanted to bring up about the concept of doing it all is that people who appear like they were doing it all and have it all figured out like it's giving, fake it till you make it, right? And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing in terms of if you are learning a skill, confidence is developed from practicing something over and over again until you get it right. And the key thing here is that confidence is developed. And I didn't start going to the gym and felt comfortable on day one. Absolutely not. I don't think anyone does, but I kept showing up for myself. And the more I did that, the more I felt comfortable going to the gym and the more I felt comfortable working on different workout machines and establishing a routine and just flowing through the gym more easily and effortlessly with a lot less anxiety. And so how do we overcome being overwhelmed and feeling pressure or anxiety to be this perfect person who has it all figured out and does the right thing? The answer is that we're never going to be a perfect person in anyone's eyes. Like you see it in politics and in pop culture but there will always be someone who doesn't like you for something that you did. And they may not like your personal decisions, your perceived personality, whatever it is. But on the other side of that dichotomy are people who love you and adore you for you and your quirks and your particular passions and hobbies. And this is something I often have to stop myself and remind my silly little brain that I am doing my best And that if I'm overwhelmed with needing to be perfect, because that is what everyone in this world wants from each other, that is the furthest of goals anyone can achieve. Because none of us are perfect. And I wanted to share this excerpt from this book by Andrew Boyd. The book is called Daily Afflictions, The Agony of Being Connected to Everything in the Universe. And it says, quote, many of us have set out on the path of enlightenment. We long for a release of selfhood and some kind of mystical union with all things. Compassion hurts. When you feel connected to everything, you also feel responsible for everything. You cannot turn away. Your destiny is bound to the destinies of others. You must either learn to carry the universe or be crushed by it. You must grow strong enough to love the world, yet empty enough to sit down at the same table with its worst horrors. To seek enlightenment is to seek annihilation, rebirth, and the taking up of burdens. You must come prepared to touch and be touched by each and every thing in heaven and hell. I am one with the universe and it hurts. But like, I don't know about you guys, but I really felt that. And it's true that we all are connected in some way and can relate to one another having felt and experienced similar emotions like shame, fear, guilt, embarrassment, whatever it is. And just going back to what I said from the beginning about being empathetic as opposed to judgmental, it always seems like we expect the most from other people, people we have never met before or that we don't even know but aren't we all striving for a collective goal? Is that why we put pressure on each other? Because it's like we all have to put in the same weight. Maybe it's protecting the environment. Maybe it's that we can all be and have wealth. Maybe it's protecting our children. But regardless of what the collective goal is, maybe I feel overwhelmed and stressed and anxiety-ridden with the pressure to feel perfect because we are all connected and have taken up each other's burdens. But yeah, just a little food for thought for today and a little introspection as to where my head has been lately. I appreciate you all so much for tuning in every week. Honestly, so, so, so grateful for you all. Like I said, half the time, I don't even know what I'm saying, but I do this podcast because I love it and it's fun, but I'm doing the best I can and I'm sharing my emotions and I'm sharing my thoughts and my feelings and just what I'm thinking. And I hope you all can take something away from these episodes every week or at least gain some sort of human connection from listening to these episodes. I don't know. But if you haven't done so already, go ahead and follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts to get notified when new episodes drop. Follow the Instagram, Magic Madness Podcast, for any updates that I may post on there as well. It's also probably a great place to ask any additional questions or give suggestions or just continue the conversation for any of these episodes with me and just shoot me a dm and i will respond but once again thank you for listening i hope you have a good rest of your day a good night a good morning whenever you are listening to this i will see you all next week and bye